Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 11th of March 2022, including the Apple TV Plus drama The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray, starring Samuel L. Jackson, and UK TV Play's Father Brown spin-off, The Sister Boniface Mysteries. And we'll also be looking at the return of time-travelling fantasy romance Outlander on Stars Play and going behind the scenes of last season's nail-biting Drivers' Championship battle in the new series of Formula One Drive to Survive, which is on Netflix. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Now TV are going to be showing a series which looks really good, I must say. I've watched episode one. It's called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. And it's all about this sort of golden age that the 1980s Los Angeles Lakers basketball team enjoyed. It's from the director of The Big Short and Don't Look Up, Adam McKay. It's got a star-studded cast, including... John C. Riley and Adrian Dunbar. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, it's all about Sasha Baron Cohen because the actor is in line to join the cast of Apple TV Plus's thriller Disclaimer, based on Renee Knight's novel about a journalist, which is played by Kate Blanchett, who is shocked to learn that her secret past is exposed in a novel by a mysterious widower. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we've got a very good selection this week, I must say. A couple of things coming back and a couple of new offerings. The first of which is a new series on Apple TV Plus arriving on Friday the 11th of March. It's six episodes. It's called The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. And here's a clip. Bridget, I'm old. And I seem like I can't remember nothing no more. I try to say what day it is. I ain't got a clue. Hey! Go on! Come on! What you doing, Bob? So you want me to take you to that special doctor? One that I can help you remember things. So this is a bit of a passion project for Hollywood star Samuel L. Jackson. He plays Ptolemy Gray. This is based on a book, by the way. And Ptolemy is an isolated 93-year-old with dementia. And his his apartment is an absolute wreck. It's got cockroaches. He doesn't look after himself properly. He is haunted by visions of people from his past. He kind of sees them appearing and talking to him. And he does have uh, a relative who sort of pops around occasionally to sort of take him out to get his pension and um, to give him a meal, get his shopping. But he is shot, and after that happens, an orphaned teenager who is sort of a family friend who, for reasons that become apparent, is homeless. She moves in with Ptolemy, as that's kind of her only option. They form a close bond, and he is offered a sort of miracle cure that will completely restore his memory, but there's one catch it's only temporary. So I really enjoyed this. I watched episode one. Jackson is terrific in the main part. So yeah, he's being aged up uh, by about 20 odd years to play Ptolemy. So he has to play him 
with dementia and then he was almost transformed when he gets his memory back he's like a totally revitalized so he and he looks very different as well um dominique fishback plays the sort of quite feisty teenager robin who sort of moves in and just starts cleaning the place up and trying to help him she makes sure he goes to this doctor's appointment and um it's a great story. I could easily imagine this being a one-off feature film, uh, but I, I think it works perfectly well as a series. Yeah, I, I very much liked it. What did you think, Hannah? I think that it tells a really re- relatable story. I mean, not the fact that you can get your memory back. That's what everybody would love to happen, even if it is for a short term. But, you know, that I think the fact that he kind of lives in this, this solitary squalor, essentially, um, and cut, cut off from the world is actually just really, really sad with nothing much to actually live for either because um, not, nothing's going on. As you say, someone sort of pops in and out. And then the relationship that he kind of forms um, is quite nice to watch, I think, as well and, and is quite moving. So I think they capture the kind of the, 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 the right parts of this, you know, sort of dreadful disease, if you like, um, in terms of how moving it is and also he absolutely brings the character truly to life so yeah thumbs up from me okay well something very different but it's another new series but it's arriving also on friday the 11th of march on drama and uk tv play it's the sister boniface mysteries sister boniface at your service let's get started the victim suffered blood trauma to the cranium. No other wounds. Thickening the plot. We have a visitor here today, Father Brown. Woo! The second pair of eyes wouldn't hurt. Yes, it is. Not to be said as Boniface. And Boniface is how it's pronounced. <laughs> so, yeah, Sister Boniface, a rather funny character because she's a moped-riding, wine-making nun with a PhD in forensic science. Of course she is. Um, <laughs> so uh, this super clever nun has been given her very own uh, series. And so it's a spin-off series, actually, because you'll remember that the person who plays this is Lorna Watson. Um, and they guest starred in a 2013 episode of BBC One's period who done it father brown so if you can cast your memory back and and then you can kind of fall in love with that character all over again and and this is this drama is set in the 60s it is quite it is quite it is really quite funny because um it follows uh, the nun um as she helps uh, police officers um investigate suspicious deaths around the village and uh, there, I think there's a, a poisoning a baking competition and there's a drowning at a beauty pageant and you know various other things and the humour that comes with it is really quite funny and of course it's I think I suppose it's the juxtaposition of the fact that you know here is somebody supposed to be holier than thou and a nun and there they are being this as I say moped ride riding wine loving making nun you know um, it's, it's just it's just incredibly um, funny um, whilst also having sort of a, a bit more to it than just laughing at her or with her so I think I think people will really like this and as I say I mean you don't need to go back and, and kind of reacquaint yourself with the character but I think it's quite helpful to do so because there's a reason that she's been brought back and been given kind of her own show if you like um I just thought it was really quite fun in these particularly difficult times. It sort of puts a smile on your face. What do you think, Ian? Yeah, there seems to be quite a few of these sort of 
light-hearted, slightly nostalgic whodunits about at the moment, don't they? I remember quite a few years ago chatting to Lorna Watson because she was in a sort of sketch show double act with Ingrid Oliver and they were they were I guess they were a bit sort of French and Saunders-ish. Um yeah, so she's reprising this, belatedly reprising this role and, and I like that. I do like the character. Um and Father Brown, Mark Williams uh, of Harry Potter fame, he will be guest starring in this series. So yeah, she's a great character and the she's the two police officers she's helping there's Sam Gillespie, who's kind of the hunky, hunky cop, good looking. And he has a sort of slightly flirtatious relationship with a local journalist. And then there's this DS Felix Livingston, played by Jerry Iwu. And he is newly arrived from the Caribbean. So there's a bit of a kind of reverse death in paradise thing going on there. So, yeah, it's in the village of Great Slaughter. And <laughs> clearly it doesn't take itself too seriously. And episode one, there's a sort of there's a village fate going on, and of course there's a murder, and a body is found inside this Aunt Sally, which people will know from uh, Wurzel Gummidge. It's a sort of female figure that people used to throw things at at the fair. Yeah, and there's an, someone's been asphyxiated, and uh, it's Sister Boniface gets on the case, and of course she uncovers all the vital pieces of evidence. Um, there's there's a nice little subplot to do with the suspects. There are these three siblings who have recently uh, inherited quite a lot of money and a stately home. So yeah, I mean, if you like Father Brown, you're going to love this basically, and and she'll be seeing Father Brown as well. And she's got quite an interesting backstory. She worked at Bletchley Park doing the the code breaking, and yeah, as you say, she's got this PhD in forensic science, so she's uh, quite a few strings to her bow. Now we have a returning series over on Netflix, which is very much one for petrol heads. It's the latest instalment of Formula One Drive to Survive. It's not just about what's going on on the track. It's everything that happens off the track. It's winner takes all. So this is also arriving on Friday the 11th of March. Of course, Friday, always the big day for streaming releases. It's a four-episode series, and it's a sports documentary. If you haven't seen it before, it goes behind the scenes for a whole Formula One season. And of course, the season we've just had, which ended so dramatically with Verstappen snatching the title from Lewis Hamilton with that very controversial safety car business and so on. You may think, well, I watched all the races. Why would I want to watch a documentary all about the season that's already gone? Well, I tell you, it's well worth watching because, I mean, they get incredible access. I don't know what the deal is, but they just get the most amazing access to the drivers, to the teams. And what really comes across is the fierce rivalry i mean there is no love loss and of course it's mainly red bull and mercedes are the big players and you've got christian horner who of course uh, hannah you will know 
his partner is a former Spice Girl. Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> That's right. So it's really stylishly done. And I think you get to see a side of the drivers and the teams that you, you don't get from the usual coverage of the Grand Prix because you see these guys sort of on the grid trying to snatch like a 30 second conversation with the drivers before the race. I was surprised how, how gripping it was. And obviously this has been such possibly the one of the greatest F1 seasons of all time. So to watch it play out with all this extra access and and insight is is going to be gripping stuff um is this a sort of thing uh you would watch hannah do you like f1 i do like f1 i mean kind of it becomes a bit of an annoying drone sometimes on a sunday <laughs> afternoon as you so kind of hear I. it <laughs> in the other room all the way around but anyway um no i think that it's become uh, much more accessible in a way formula one and i don't mean from a financial perspective because clearly there's more money than sense there but i mean just in the fact that i don't think it used to be sort of hardcore fans of of motor racing and actually i, I don't know i think it's become as interesting off the track as on these days I, I would say and probably captivated more people because of it so kind of the lewis Ham- hamilton you know advertises you know everything's on the showbiz scene isn't he you know you kind of see him around there's sort of an interest in them personally as well as on the track so i think that you'd have to be kind of been living under a rock not to have known the drama of last season and then all the complaints that went in and who should have won who shouldn't have won so kind of having watching this go over that and kind of crystallise it and give some clarity because, of course, it wasn't upheld. Um, I, I, I find sports documentaries actually really quite interesting. As I say, I do think that motor racing has become more interesting to more people. We're going to finish off with the, the return of a very popular fantasy drama series on Stars Play that you're going to tell us all about, Hannah. It's season six of Outlander. I don't belong here. Brianna, Roger, they don't belong here. But yet here we are, all of us, because I loved you more than the life that I had. And this, I promise you, won't come between us. Yeah, season six. I mean, Talk about popular to come back six times, eight episodes in this one. So, you know, don't binge watch too many because you'd be disappointed. They'll go too quickly. Um, so if you've watched, you need to kind of you need to kind of catch up, really, I would say with this. You kind of need to understand the characters and um, understand why people like it as much as they do. So this this centers around um, this time traveler, Claire. Fraser after initially being so she was initially um, displaced from 1945 to 1743 so like quite a vast period of time Um, and Claire is now settled into the 1770s in North Carolina with her husband Jamie and their relationship is quite you know the relation it does centre a lot around the relationship but she's using her 20th century medical knowledge to improve the living conditions for the residents of Fraser's Ridge, where she lives. So you can already see, you know, she's she's a modern day genius in this world. She's a miracle worker because her knowledge is, you know, making people better. Knowledge that that most doctors, nurses, etc., didn't didn't have. So the trouble is, is that this is she's becoming acutely aware of the fact that her medical skills is really going to st- disturb the timeline of of life. Um, and obviously the American Revolution was only a few years away. So the, the time travel 
part is 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 it but it's also the relationship and it's quite racy at times um it you're really you're kind of drawn you you buy into every aspect of this um and although it's sort of this time travel thing might not appeal to everybody and can't be very real it's not long before you're suckered in and you kind of are there with her living it if you see what i mean so i i, I can see why it's why it's been so popular and why it's back. I, I just don't know whether... It, I haven't said anything about it being the last, so maybe this will just keep on going. Do you, do you like it, Ian? Well, I do remember watching episode one of series one, and, of course, Tobias Menzies was in that as Claire's husband in the modern day. Well, it wasn't the modern day. It was sort of post-war, wasn't it? And I found the premise that the, through these standing stones, she was able to travel back to the, the time of the Jacobite Revolution in Scotland, a bit hard to kind of take. But I must admit, I do think it's it's pretty good. I mean, it's based on these this series of popular books. Catriona Balfe, of course, I saw her very recently in Ken Branagh's film, Belfast, and she was terrific in, in, in that. So it's this great love story. So she, she fell in love with this guy who was living in the 18th century, this Highlander, Jamie played by Sam Hugan. I think that's how you pronounce his name. So they're at the heart of the, the show, and, and they've travelled around a fair bit over the series. I haven't followed all of them, but I think they've been to Paris. I think they went to the Caribbean. Now they're in America just before the American Revolution, aren't they? So I quite like the idea that she is worried that her her knowledge of medicine is going to kind of change the timeline Um And, of course, well, what will happen with the American Revolution? Could there be a different outcome that she is involved in? So, and, yeah, you say it's it's racy. It's quite violent at times. Um, I think it's really well done. And the last couple of series, because they've been in in the new world, they've had that slight kind of Last of the Mohicans vibe about them because there is a Native American Indian tribe living on neighbouring land. So there's been talk that possibly... Sam might not stick around for subsequent series, but I mean, I think that there will be more of them. I actually think it's it's pretty good, and I can see why it's got a very devoted fan base. Now, Hannah, we've got to the time of the podcast when you reveal this week's binges. So, what have you been watching? Well, I've just felt like something to try and smile about, make me laugh, given given everything. So, I've been. Uh, Binging on a bit of Friends, why not? Um, And also a bit of uh, daytime TV, which I shouldn't probably announce, uh, given that I probably should be working. (laughs) It's Hardcore Porn, P-A-W-N. I don't know if you remember, there's an American series, it was years ago, um, and it it followed, um, it was a a dad and children, and they were basically pawning off stuff. Um, And this is just a daytime TV kind of version of that. And I just like watching to see what, People make of their, what is it, one man's junk is another man's treasure or woman's treasure. So there you go. I just like watching stuff like that and seeing how much money they make. How about you? Well, speaking of friends, uh, David Schwimmer's doing a very odd TV advert at the moment, isn't he? <laughs> if you've yes. seen it. Very strange. If I say to you, Mafsa, Hannah, yes. what am I on about? I don't know. What are you on about? Married at First Sight Australia. Oh, my goodness me. And all four... I mean, it's 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 so addictive. I've watched previous series. No, they don't half spin it out. There's far too many episodes. But once once you're hooked in, I mean, I, I just can't stop. So that doesn't leave much time for anything else. But I did also watch, uh, also on all four, there was a very good documentary series called I Sniper, 
the Washington Killers, which was about these two guys uh, who who carried out that sort of reign of terror in and around Washington, just picking people off with a rifle when they're out doing their shopping or at the petrol station or, or just on the street or wherever. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a very good watch. Fascinating. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering. So what are we going to be previewing, Hannah? Well, we're going to be looking at the odd couple paramedics, Malik and Wendy, um, who are back in the driving seat as medical comedy Bloods returns for a second series on Now TV. And on Apple TV Plus, now this is good because I have seen some of it, Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway star in We Crashed, which is a series about... uh, the WeWork founder and Israeli billionaire Adam Newman and his wife, Rebecca. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Watching.